I'm Joe. And I'm Roddy. And you've joined us for Stage Door. We have a fantastic hour for you talking all things theatre, film and arts, including... Lifting the curtain, giving you the inside info of all that's going on nationally, locally and digitally. That's right, we're snooping around backstage to bring you the news, the gossip and our pick of the week. There's our new feature for 2022 and it's sticking with us into February. We're picking up your ringing requests. Yeah, I really like that. (laughs) Uh, You can join us and take part in Name That Show where we get you to guess the musical from three brief clips of songs. Good luck with that and then good luck with this, the quick quiz (laughs) in which Joe peppers me, us with five more questions from the world of stage and screen. That's right. And later on in the show, don't miss Out of the Vault where we share with you the plot of a show that you might not have heard of. Then don't miss our spotlight interview with Alice DeBucken. Woo! (laughs) And that's all rushing your way before midday here on Stage Door. Right across the Thames Valley, this is River Radio. How are you, Roddy? I'm very well, thank you. I'm all the boyed up for seeing you and having a pal chocolat (laughs) in my hand. Uh, Yeah, well, I've got to, you know, bribe you with something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it's picked you up. Yes, absolutely. Pepped you up, woken you up. caffeine. My my only um, regret this morning is I didn't get a larger coffee this morning because I've kind of... That is small for you, yeah. Yeah, I um, have almost finished and Uh, the show was just beginning and... Yeah, yeah, and so (laughs) as will your energy just dissipate. Well, no, I'm going to try really, really hard. Okay. You know, it's all good. good. I'm pleased you're going to try hard today. Normally the cup's cup's bigger than your face. That is very, very true. (laughs) That is very, very true. Um, So what's been happening? Uh, What's been happening is I've been hurtling around the place. I've been doing quite a lot of computer stuff. You know when you um, stare at a screen for a long time and then you realise you haven't actually spoken to anybody Uh for absolutely hours and then people are like, are you all right? And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. It's just I've been talking to silicon for ages. You've forgotten how to use your mouth. Yes. Absolutely. Say a few don't words. worry, don't worry, I'll try and then um, warm up again, yeah, we'll <laughs> ready for an hour of stage door. Let's let's give us a little exercise. Okay, what well, a warm up Everybody exercise. at home can do as well. An articulation exercise, yes, should we do? Yes, I think that's a good one. Should we do a tongue twister? Let's go. Um, should we do the old classic Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled oh. peppers? You don't want to do that one. Can we do I, the coffee one? I know one? quite a lot of naughty <laughs> ones. Go on then. What coffee one? You know, all I want is a proper cup of coffee. Oh, sorry, what was that? All I want... You don't I, know this one. There's a T on the end of want. Sorry, dear. All, all I, I want... want is spit a, the tea out. Oh, my word. You don't spit the tea out, but Why did I say make this? it nice and crisp. Why did I All suggest? I want is a proper cup, cup of, of coffee. coffee. And, the, and the F on of is voiced. So we enjoy our best radio voices for okay. all I is want better? is like a that? proper cup, cup of, of coffee. coffee. People who are just tuning I feel in like have absolutely no show. idea what's going on. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> now, you want to do, uh, have a little chat about a script that's made a profound impact on us. Now, I realise you flagged this and then... Just absolutely hung us out to try. I'm trying to think of something recently yeah. that's had a profound impact on me. Mm. I've been very cryy of late. Okay. I found my emotions riding very close to the surface. Mm. So I am finding that... People have been through a lot in the last couple of years. So it's not, what it is? Yeah, I think, I think we've sort of all been, you know, a bit like, um, you know, the, the sand timer. Mm. I reckon we've kind of been flipped over in the last couple of years. And we're back to where we were, but different grains of salt. Oh, Oh, Interesting. Going That's in certain nice places. Yeah. Oh, gosh, now I've got an uncomfortable image. Really <laughs> like when you come off the beach and there's some in all the little crevices. That's uh, not quite what I meant, but you know what I mean. Something, this is going to sound an odd answer, but something that I do think had a lasting um, impact on me in the last uh, couple of months of films I've watched, actually, mm. rather than stage shows, was No Time to Die. Uh, without giving away a couple yeah. of massive spoilers that a couple of newspapers have now just started boldly doing. Okay. Yeah, they just started openly talking about the plot. But I do think there was something in that that 
that really struck a chord. It connects so beautifully to um, the films of the 70s and 80s mm. and in its style and in its filming. But um, yes, Louis Armstrong's We Have All the Time in the World at the opening uh, mm. of that film really just <clears throat> hit me. Mm. Um, so yeah, that one, that whether it's stuck with me, whether or not, you know, maybe it just helps exacerbate that image of a little, you know, a little kid's dream of being Bond and then the emotion connected with that um, beautiful old film on Her Majesty's Secret Service with Dame Diana Rigg, who performs so beautifully. There's just something nice about the Daniel Craig era having reconnected to actresses being allowed to emote, being able to be real humans on screen, whereas for quite a long time... They've very much just been um, sort of ciphers, haven't they? Just uh, present on screen for their aesthetics. Yeah. But it's really nice that actually Daniel Craig's done quite a lot his, in his era to modernise that and to level up. And then seeing that as an echo from the only other time it really happened, which was uh, with George Lazenby, is really nice. What about you? What struck you of late? Oh, listen, so much. Um, I, I think I'll probably go to... <laughs> no, there's just too many to think about. I was just trying to... The last script I read, I haven't seen the play, but the last script I read, um, I really enjoyed. And I was just trying to find the name of it, but I can't. Maybe I'll mention it next time. But let's go to Constellations um, oh, yeah. that we saw. Um, uh, yeah. And I love the concept of that script where, yes, it is just two people, but just how the slightest thing can change yeah, everything. Yeah. The sliding doors thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I just, I don't know, I'm very much right now into accepting people for who they are and accepting things for who they are, going with the flow. Oh, good. Um, I mean, I've, I'm hoping, I've yeah, always, yeah, been always been like that. <laughs> Let's just but, be clear. But if you're accepting people how they are, I might take my shoes and socks off. <laughs> Could we not do that? <laughs> Could we not do that? No, but just... I think I think I have become more curious as to the possibilities of things if I take my hands off the wheel. Right. I Get see. me? Yes. I yeah. mean, I won't be getting in your car anytime soon for a lift to the station. But yeah. okay. I know what you mean. You're yeah. taking a slightly um, looser grip on the reins in mm. order just to explore some other possibilities. Absolutely. And I feel like Constellations was very much like that. Yeah. And that's my connection I as can, to why I'm saying what no, I'm no, saying. No, no, no. I totally follow. And yeah. I think that's a lovely image, a lovely metaphor for how mm. theatre can stick with you yeah. and influence your life. We're offering up a mirror, Shakespeare says that, offering up a mirror to mm. humankind. Yeah. Uh, well, from, from the profound to the ridiculous, Here's Name That Show. Now, well, it's beautiful. Any fans of musicals and films mm. and film musicals. All oh, right, film musicals. Yep. Clues, or- Clues already. No. <laughs> we'll know that melody. Because that is the beginning of... A, a, a film melody? Is that what you're telling us? <laughs> it's right, the beginning okay. melody insert, of the song. Insert the gaps. Um, I don't know it. You don't know it? I don't, I don't know what that's from. Okay. Uh, so I would count myself a film fan. Right. Uh, certainly musicals fan, but I don't know that one. Mm. Uh, it's got a particular style that's giving me some clues, but I don't think I've seen it. Do you want to play that again? I do. I'm ecstatic to. So it's I really don't pretty. know that, but it, it is really pretty. Oh, I think it's gorgeous. Mm. So it's it's also not a very long song. Um, there have been some people covering it, just in the you know genre of pop as well. But 
If you know what it is, this is your chance to get on my leaderboard. Email joe, J-O, at river.radio and tell me what you think it is. And I've got on my leaderboard, did you get it in the first guess? Did you get it in the second guess? Did you get it in the third guess? And you're up for a prize, guys. It's interesting the second column's filling up faster than the others. It does, And yeah. then the third one, people are sort of signing out, but they're like, they're like well, if I haven't got it now, it's game over. But <laughs> I'm always intrigued to see who can pounce in on, on the first, first moment. One. If you're going to do it, email J-O at river.radio. The concentration on your face as you try and remember your email is extraordinary. Probably to try and stop you from giving out your personal one is that what it is it's not that i just felt a little bit um lightheaded bit woozy needed to not see me (laughs) (laughs) that's it is that what it is okay so joe at river.radio tell me what that was and we're looking for the name of the show not the name of the song okay true whilst we are going to lift the curtain It's been another great week for theatre, hasn't it? Well, it always is. Yeah. I, I, I'm going. I'm going to it. I'll see when? a show later this week. Tell me. I'm going to see... Do you remember I told you I booked tickets to go and see a comedy show? Yeah. My friend Liz Kingsman at the Soho. I'm going on Friday. I'll, I'll feed back. Tomorrow night, I'll let you know what I think. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, I, I thought this would be a really good thing to start. Have you heard that there is a new scheme called Love Your Local Theatre? No. Okay, nice. I thought you'd be interested, yeah. yeah. great. So there's 100 regional theatres across the UK that have signed up to this and it's the National Lottery have given £2 million to subsidise tickets. Very okay. of them. Yeah. So throughout March, lottery um, players will be able to get two-for-one tickets for select performances. Now, I have looked up where the local ones for us uh, is that is part of the Love Your Local Theatre scheme. The Beck Theatre in Hayes... Yeah. The Watermill Theatre in Newbury, the Wickham Swan and the Theatre Royal Windsor. Now, oh, they great. are all part of this Love Your Local Theatre. You will be able to get two-for-one tickets at select performances. So, really check that out. That's the Beck Theatre, the Watermill Theatre, Wickham Swan and the Theatre Royal Windsor. I think that's such a good thing. That is a good idea. And also, it touches on something that comes up in our interview with Alice Delater. Oh, good. Uh, is that... Actually, audiences are coming back to the audience, uh, coming back to auditoria, but the, it's not yet at previous capacity. Mm. People are growing in confidence and feeling more comfortable to come back. But it's that's obviously partly a mission to try and go fling open doors and go welcome back. Absolutely, and uh, it's thank you National Lottery for that. I haven't seen that from the government, but thank you National Lottery. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're about to sing thank you baked potato. Uh, that is excellent. <laughs> what are you on? Why on earth would I do that? Uh, very good. I just thought I'd start with that. Yeah, lovely. Nice yeah. one. And Norton Farm needs a bit of loving. They, they as we do. we mentioned last week. Yeah, um, because of Maidenhead's... Uh, all of their seem, arts funding seems to be going out yeah. the window or down the toilet or somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hamilton extends to yes. July the 10th now in the West End, which is really cool. That's at the Victoria Palace Theatre. So if you're a fan of Hamilton, you've got a little bit more time to go see it. I've seen a few things have extended. Six, which we're big fans yep. of. That's extended. Dear Evan Hansen is going to October the 22nd at the Noel Coward. Yeah, Choir of Man is extended oh, yeah. ever so slightly. Um, it's at the Arts Theatre. <laughs> what, night? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> to the 3rd of April. And if you don't know what the Choir of Man is, um, I really suggest that you go, if you like music and if you like singing, it's a really, really good vibe. Uh, they it's if you saw once the musical, oh, yeah. then you will probably like this because it's set on a pub. The stages tend to an actual working pub, so in you can actually go up and order a, a drink from them and all that kind of stuff as well. But it's a, a nine multi-talented men, you know, harmonies, foot stomping, playing instruments, singing. Uh, you know, it's really uplifting um, and all guys. So that's a choir of men. 
Uh, the season will end at the Arts Theatre on the 3rd of April, but such a good, different kind of night out for theatre. Speaking of different nights out... Yeah. I think we should plug the Royal Court. Okay. The Royal Court, which has been for a long time the home of brand new British writing. Um, there are other theatres who would like to claim that crown, but I think that the Royal Court's probably the most famous amongst them. Things like Look Back in Anger began there, the sort of angry young men era of the 60s. The Royal Court is a beautiful place to go. It's in West London. Uh, it's in a very sort of zhuzhy part of mm-hmm. town. You can stroll along King's Road in Chelsea. So we're your best, yeah? yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, unless, unless you want people to assume that you've got money um, but yes it, there's lots of nice pubs around there there's the Saatchi Art Gallery and then at the end of the little drive right next to Peter Jones where yep. the, you know there's the Royal Court and at the minute they their shows often sell out um, but I think there's um, growing momentum and excitement about a play there that's called The Glow by Alistair McDowell okay it's, only just opened. It's on till the 5th of March and it's set in an asylum mm. in the middle of the 19th century with a woman locked in a windowless cell with no memory who she is or how she arrived there, Ooh. which is a great setup. Um, and particularly, uh, you know, we don't need to mention Homin from the last couple of years, <laughs> but I think there's something we we always recognise, as we were saying earlier, in ourselves, something that we see on stage. I think that idea about being a little bit um, locked up locked out not knowing quite what's going on or locked in yeah. um, is particularly interesting anyway that's on to the 5th of March at the Royal Court and if you've never been to the Royal Court why not make an ex- expedition an excursion today that does sound fantastic do we know who is starring in that one uh, we do if I just scroll down here uh, one moment please I'm just curious who the, who's playing the woman that was all uh, the, there are lots of people in the cast it's very difficult for me to tell you which that's okay is, I'm sorry to put except uh, there is um, Reiki Aola is in the cast and Rhea Zimitrovic, Okay, both of whom wow. I would say present as females. So it could have been either of them. They're also there with Fiseo Akinade and... Uh, uh, da, 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 good grief. Um, Doing very well. Tardig Murphy. Uh, apologies to all four of those people if I've just mangled your names, but I'm very excited to come and see the glow at the Royal Court. So Absolutely. please forgive me and we'll have a drink afterwards. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. Um I mentioned the Beck Theatre a minute ago. Yes. Now, that's one theatre that's sort of not by the river, but it is accessible by everybody who's living by the, you know, Absolutely. by the Thames Valley. It's a bit in distance, isn't it? Um, so the Beck Theatre at Hayes, not only are they part of that um, local theatre um, benefit Initiative. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. Uh, they've got Joe Pasquale uh, in... Oh, yeah. oh dear. Oh, uh, that's what he sounds like, isn't it? <laughs> Some others do have them. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Can't you see that? I can see why that's happening. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's uh, if you're a fan of that TV show, um, please just go and have the, have some fun. This is Joe Pasquale, April 12th to the 16th at the Beck Theatre. Some others do have them. And they also have, coming up in a, um, a week's time, really, The Tiger Who Came to Tea. Aww. So if you uh, have got some little ones who love that story and love that book, from the 13th to the 15th of Feb, that's not very far away, um, at the Beck Theatre in Hayes, The Tiger Who Came to Tea. You know, book it for your kids. They will so appreciate a live version of something like this as well. And don't forget, when you invest in theatre for your children, you are keeping the West End alive. Very true. On which note, let's listen to some music from West Side Story. Tomorrow, one of your own kind, stick to your own kind. 
been to see the uh, new film i have not oh i really liked it but then i haven't seen the original so i can't compare oh dear uh, but i did really like it. <laughs> dear oh, dear the sympathy of wisdom <laughs> no i haven't seen it i saw a lovely interview with the uh, lead female on graham norton's tv show and that just made me want to see it even more oh good but you know you can't beat that music and that orchestration oh, oh the my music's... word yeah yeah incredible and actually i'd say they haven't fiddled with that You'll, you'll still go and well up and be amazed by it. Oh, good. I'm so pleased. Um, so what else have we got? Lifting well, we're in the middle of lifting the curtain. Well, there are a few famous people coming into the West End. Yes, darling. Um, uh, very soon, James McAvoy will be back um, <gasps> on the 3rd of February. And by the 3rd Cyrano. of February, yeah, I mean today. Yeah. Um, Cyrano de Bergerac. That's on until the 12th of March. So yeah. I suspect that's going to be <laughs> kill your granny to get a ticket because there's going to be very, I very scant availability. I did look up the ticket prices. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that, well, that's good, enough said. Good luck for that. <laughs> um, looking later on in the year, and as we've just learned from that, um, it's an exercise in book early. Kit Harrington is coming to the Donmar to play Henry V. Oh, uh, so that's a big name. So a we'll, very big name. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about more. You're going to go see that. Um, um, okay. I'll see how I'm fixed near at the time. I'm very busy. I've got a lot on. Oh, um, so sorry. <laughs> somebody from Strictly Come Dancing is going to be in an Andrew Lloyd Webber show. Right. Have you seen this? No. Um, he, he used to be in the Great British Bake Off. Did okay. you watch Strictly Come Dancing? Uh, a little bit. And there are people screaming at the radio set. What, what do I think this is? Go the on. wireless screaming at their Alexa, saying, <laughs> <laughs> saying, yes, it's John Waite, is it? Is that right? Anyway, yes, he was in Bake Off, and then he was in the um, beautiful uh, double male dance couple of Strictly this year. Oh, okay. Pretty sure that was him, because I uh, recognise his face. Yep. Um, and then he's going to be in a new Andrew Lloyd Webber show that announces in July. No idea what that's about. Okay. Uh, slightly curious casting, but I suppose at least you know who can dance. Yep. And he's got following. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously not all the suggestions of Mr... Weber are the best, but we'll see. <laughs> no, well, quite. Uh, and then speaking of good casts, Taron Egerton, Jonathan yes. ba- or Johnny Bailey, Jay Danuka and Phil Daniels are doing Cock by Mike Bartlett. Oh! Um, that was exciting to say, directed by Marianne Elliott. That is an incredible creative team. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, some great names. Mike That's, Bartlett's got great stuff yeah, anyway. Yeah, Marianne Elliott is a director. Um, and Phil Daniels, you remember the um, uh, BBC Sherlock, he's the dodgy cab driver. He's, oh. he's, he's been in everything. Mm. It, it's a little bit 
like the old Terry Wogan comment about David Bradley. If he's in it, he done it. Phil Daniels, the same applies. <laughs> anyway, which possibly gives away something in Cock, which is at the Ambassador's Theatre for only three months from the 5th of March. So that's coming. I mean, I was thinking 5th of March, Sage is away. It's, less, it's really not. It's basically less than a month, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? it? Is. What else have well, you got? Speaking of March, um, and then I've got something more urgent. There's a new British musical called Little Sausage. Have you heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> Little Sausage is urgent, yes, very good. <laughs> Little Sausage. And it's just going to the Other Palace, the studio at the Other Palace. Nice. Uh, on the 4th and 5th of March. Uh, music and lyrics by Joshua Fowley. And it's a uh, book by Deborah Vott, I think is how you pronounce mm-hmm. it. Uh, directed by Annabelle Hollingdale. Now, this is um, a verbatim musical, which means it's been taken word yeah. for word f- uh, from interviews. And it's... Um, Sort of the journey of these guys to do with this sausage, um, but it's paralleling toxic masculinity. Um, it covers plant-based dating, um, the game-changing Greg's vegan sausage roll. It's very much... I like a Greg's vegan sausage roll. It's, it's very much about oh, the um, what the real man is meant to be like. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. And uh, the, the changes that are being made in the world right. and, and how they feel about that. So it should be quite good. Um, that's Little Sausage at the Other Palace <laughs> Studio. I know, it's a very... Little Sausage. <laughs> little Sausage of Horrors. <laughs> <laughs> On the 4th and 5th of March. So that should be a little bit fun um but if you want to do something really quickly um on the 8th of feb to the 12th of feb if you are visiting torquay by any chance uh (laughs) just go with me i do i love torquay go on um noel coward's private lives um is on starring patricia hodge and nigel havers patricia hodge i mean give it up yeah so nigel havers um has started a new theater company called the Nigel Havers Theatre Company. I see, yeah. Very and good. And he gets to do, I saw in an interview, he gets to do shows that he really enjoys yeah. performing in. So Private Lives was the first one he wanted to go for. Yeah. Um, so it's talking on the 8th of Feb to the 12th of Feb and in Brighton um, on the in April around the same time. So just thought I would flag that up because obviously Patricia Hodge was Miranda Hart's mother yes. on Miranda, as well as lots of other things. Comedian extraordinary. Yeah, Her timing fantastic. is impeccable. Yeah, and so that's such a funny show. Yeah, it should be really, really good. Uh, I've only got one more thing, which Go. is that the Les Enfantières. Yes, uh, I can never say that. L-E-T yeah. is why everyone calls it okay. Let. Um, they did their awards last week, so I mentioned that that was coming up, and they have found their winner, um, because we were talking about one of their That's previous right. companies, yep. which is touring uh, yep. around the Thames Valley at the minute. Um, Alex Roberts & Co. Uh, it's a theatre collective comprised of theatre maker Alex Roberts uh, and Kirsten Peters Roebuck, no relation, and their work explores LGBTQIA plus narratives through poetry, music and movement. And apparently it was dazzling and they're really excited to see what they can go on to achieve. So that was the winner of the Les Enfants Award last week. Wow. Anything else from you or should we jump into our pick? Let's go to our pick of the week. Lovely. This is River Radio. You can listen on our website, river.radio, on our mobile app for Apple and Android. Just search for River Radio Live. You can even tell Alexa, play River Radio. And now I'm going to say, Joe, tell us the app pick. I'm really excited <laughs> about this. Good. Now, just like you were saying that L.E.T., um, you know, had the awards for this yeah. new up-and-coming thing. Uh, you've probably heard of Perfect Pitch, which is... I've uh, got it, darling. <laughs> 
Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's when you can sing a note just to say a, a letter and then somebody can sing it back. I don't, I don't think I can see anybody who's got that round here. No? No? No, no, no I can't. No. Rude. <laughs> rude, rude, rude. Anyway, it's uh, a company who is, uh, you know, looks for new theatre and writers and invests, basically. Okay. So this one uh, won. Okay, and it's called, this is a while back anyway, but it's coming back to um, the uh, UK, which is really exciting. Right. It's a British musical called Lift. Oh, right. Yes. 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 Yes, I know you knew. And so it's returning to London this summer at the Southwark Playhouse in May and June. Now, I'm really definitely going to be seeing this one. So Lift is set in a London underground lift in one man's imagination on its way to the surface during one minute of the lift. In the 54 seconds of the lift's passage, we are taken on a much longer journey that reveals the people behind the masks they wear, the secrets they dare not speak, and the unrealised connections between them. Now, listen for this one. Okay. Okay. So the world premiere of Lift ran a limited season at Soho Theatre in 2013. Um, now, casting for this new production is yet to be announced. Oh, great. But, so in with a shout. Yeah, but when it was here in 2013, it starred Cynthia Erivo, oh. Julie Atherton and George Maguire. Wow. So we're going to be looking for some amazing performers. So, Roddy, you, you're up there. Yeah, I'll step up. Yep, with that. Um, so, yeah, so that's going to be um, in the, what did I say? So the Playhouse, yeah. Uh, May and June. May and June. So, well, since I live about a half hour bus from there, should we go? Oh, well, definitely. Stay I definitely want to see it. Absolutely. And that's written by Craig Adams and Ian Watson. So, highly recommend. Brilliant. Right. Part two of Name That Show. Name that show. Can it be I'm not meant to play this part? Okay. Yeah. What do you think? That, well, it's confirming my suspicions as to the sort of style and era. Hello. I just knocked my headphones off. Um, style and era, but I don't know what it is. Mm. I, could, I struggle to name the song, let alone that show, but it's the show we want, isn't it? It is the show we want. And if you think you know what it is, uh, email me at jojo at river.radio and tell me what it is. And I'm going to put you on my leaderboard in the column two, which means you've got it from the second playing. Can it be I'm not meant to? Right, well, now a firm fixture in our show's schedule. Gosh, that's a tongue twister. We were doing those earlier. It's our ringing request. Right, oh gosh, I hate this. Where's the phone gone? Uh, (laughs) Where's the rum gone? I found it. There we go. No, it's underneath my coffee. And who've we got on the line today, Joe? Grace. Hey, Germany. Um, This is Grace. I really love the song uh, Me and the Sky from Come From Away. Uh, because every time I hear it, it just reminds me of the times where I've watched it and it's just one of the most beautiful, emotional shows and it just reminds me that even when the worst thing in the world happens, um, that there are still moments of where people come together and find the light and also I just love the song, the people who sing it and just the fact that it's all about someone finding their passion Um from a young age and just like really living it um yeah and smashing it so that's why i love it so much uh thank you so much have a lovely rest of your day and you grace what a lovely explanation for why we should listen to i know and she's got such a soothing voice as well come from ways brilliant here it is my parents must have thought they had 
had a crazy kid Cause I was one of those kids Who always knew what I wanted They took me down to the airport To see all the planes depart And watching them fly Something inside of me was starting I was eight when I told them That I'd be a pilot But I was too young and too short And there were no female captains And my dad said be patient He said just see what happens But I took my first lesson Came down from the sky And told my father I'd fly for the rest of my life And I got my first job Flying for a mortician In a tiny bonanza Just a corpse and me Five dollars an hour I had to climb over their faces just to get to my seat Then suddenly the wheels lift off The ground is falling backwards I am suddenly alive Suddenly I'm in the cockpit Suddenly everything's changed Suddenly I'm not too young or too short And the passenger's in
hotel Suddenly something has died Suddenly there's something in between Me and the sky Oh, we love that show. We do indeed. Just for context, by the way, she's talking about the planes during 9-11, which... You know, 21 years ago. All based on a true story. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Beautiful story. Right. Brace yourself. Are you ready? It's time for the quiz. Love that music. (laughs) (laughs) Because it signals the chance for me to be quaking on the other side of the table. Okay, so... This is a different kind of five questions. I'm going to say three words, okay? And that's all you get, but you have to guess what show I'm representing okay. from those three words. Are you, you ready? made these up, have you? Yeah. Okay, right. Of course. Well, no, it just helps to know the, you know, the questionnaire. questionnaire. Uh, in case you can yeah, well, yeah. read You're my mind. Yeah, at your head like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number one. Yeah. The three words are plant, dentist, blood. Okay, right, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, helps, I've already sung it, yeah. Plant, dentist, blood. Question two. The three words are curtains, guitar, nuns. <laughs> I'm deliberately trying to make it hard. Okay. Okay. Nuns is the only thing I've got to go off there, yeah. Curtains, guitar, nuns. Okay, okay. i give it a guess. Three. Mask, boat, chandelier. Okay, yeah. Okay. Four. Library. Yeah. Chocolate cake. Okay, yeah. Detention. Yeah. Five. Heels, lipstick, factory. Okay. Isn't it funny? There are some where you're like, yeah, well, I know that one. And then the others where the words just dribble around in your mind, just going for a little floaty float. I've got no, yeah, some of them I'm very confused with. Okay, so... Help me, Roddy, R-O-D-D-Y, like Noddy but with an R, at River.Radio. I just run them all my time. Plant, dentist, blood, number two... Curtains, guitar, nuns. Number three, mask, boat, chandelier. Four, library, chocolate cake, detention. And five, heels, lipstick, factory. Very good. Right. Well, if you can help me out with any of those, please what do. What shows? Yeah, what shows are they? We're doing lots of them in that show today. Great. We're going to listen to some music whilst I'm going to... Oh, wow. This is a nice short one from Dreamgirls. Not far. Um, I'm busting. Uh, so uh, I'm going to sprint out there. Uh, still to come, find out whether or not I come back to the radio desk and whether or not we manage to hear Alice de Bucken in our Spotlight interview. I'd like you to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Presents the Incredible Dreams, singing their latest hit, Heavy Heavy. Heavy Heavy. You 
There we go. That's heavy from Dreamgirls. Sprinted back in. Bastard dog. Had a dog cuddle. We're all good. Right. Did you find any answers to the quiz while you were there? No, but I can at least now concentrate. Right, okay. (laughs) It's time to polish off the quiz. (laughs) Okay. Time's up in more than one way. Okay. All right. So the first three words for representing a show was plant... Dentist and blood. What did you come up with? I'm going Little Shop of Horrors. You are correct. Yes. Hello. All right. Did anybody help you? Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, let's not draw attention now to my. The second one is hard. Okay. Curtains, guitar, nuns. Okay. So the guitar was making me think once, but the nuns were making me go sister act. No. Oh. So the, cur- <laughs> the curtains might give you a clue. Really? Yeah. Well, clearly not. Maria cut um, all the clothes for the children out of the curtains. Right. Okay. Sound of music. I I sort of watched it when I was about nine to keep my mum happy. I was singularly bored. What, you've not seen it since? No, I was bored. Okay, so that was the sound of music. Okay. Uh, Question three, mask, boat, chandelier. Phantom of the Opera. It is. Uh, Four, library, chocolate cake, detention. (laughs) Well, library had already given it to me that it's Matilda. It is. Yes. And five, heels, lipstick, factory. Kinky boots. It is kinky boots. Yes, okay. okay. Not too bad. Four out of five. Yeah, all right. Not, not too disrespectable a showing. That's pretty good. Okay, well, if you like that, I'll, I might try and do another yeah, version Yeah, let's of have that a bit more time. of that. Okay, yeah. right. Okay, it's time for us to dig our way into the vault. Okay. I'm in. I've finished my coffee. That's no yeah. good. <laughs> oh, it's just us. We're travelling light. And, uh, oh, no, thanks. We managed to keep the puppy out as well. Good news. And the Rolodex is going around and landing on S. S, okay. Uh, that purple file. The purple one. There we go. Yep. Thank you very okay. much. Oh. Awesome. Okay. Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> Sound effects prevent, uh, provided <laughs> by own model. Um, <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. Now, did you ever watch the film? No, all I know is the opening, is the main song. Okay. Twisting Boulevard. Well, that's a fabulous song. But anyway, yes. So, it's based on a film screenplay. Sunset Boulevard, good old white and Oh, hang black on, the musical's film. based on an old film? Yes. Ah, okay. Did Didn't, you not know I, that? No, okay. no, this yeah. is, I'm just checking. By Billy Wilder. And Gloria Swanson starred as um, Norma in the film. Anyway, so the libretto for... So the story is, is from the film. Uh, the libretto's from Don Black and Christopher Hampton and the music by Andrew Lloyd Webber. So often people think he's created the whole thing, but yeah. he hasn't. Well, I'd mistakenly thought that. And it's interesting, if anyone else is thinking... Of course I know this, and who is this Roddy man, and he's an idiot. Um, then, fine, I understand. But there are always things that we don't all know. So if you, like me, are going, this is news to me, that's okay. why we're here. That's why we take things out the vault, Absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. I'm learning. Every day's a school day. <laughs> okay, so here is what the story is about. So okay. Joe Gillis hasn't had much success as a screenwriter. His car runs out of petrol on Sunset Boulevard, outside the mansion owned by the former silent film star Norma Desmond. Ooh. Now, repossession agents are hot in pursuit of him and his car. He hides the car in the garage of this woman's place and asks if he can phone his friends. But Miss Desmond has another better idea. She wants to make a screen comeback. He's a writer. Perhaps he can edit her self-penned script, Salome, ready for presentation to Cecil B. DeMille. He can live at the mansion. All expenses paid. Yeah. That seems fine, but there is a complication. So when he goes back to the studio in an attempt to borrow money, he meets a young, beautiful lady called Betty Schaefer, who subsequently cooperates on another script with him, one of his own, and Norma is jealous. Oh. Back at the mansion, Joe realises that Norma 
has fallen in love with him. She lavishes expensive gifts on him, even attempts suicide when he goes out to a party. So Joe finishes the script and Norma prepares to present it to uh, Cecil, De- De- oh, I can't speak. Cecil <laughs> B. DeMille. And a phone call from the studio invites her to visit the studio. But they all want all they want is to use one of her classic cars for the film, but she doesn't know this, okay? So Norma goes to the studio thinking that they want her, right? Yeah. And Jamil greets her, but it's very non-committal on the script. Norma discovers that Joe was having a relationship with Betty um, and she ends up phoning her. But Joe snatches the receiver and sort of says, you know, you know, come on over, come over to the mansion. Of, yeah, a lot of intrigue. I can picture the... I mean, you said it's black and white. Yeah. But weirdly, I can picture all the colours. I can picture okay. that sort of faded Hollywood glamour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when Betty arrives at the mansion, uh, Joe announces to Norma that he is leaving with Betty. And Norma is beside herself with rage and grief. And she shoots Joe dead. <gasps> now, totally beyond the bounds of reality, she's really lost the plot now, <laughs> right? She mistakes the arriving police who've come to arrest her for studio executives. Right. And she's ready for her close-up, Mr. Dino. Okay, yeah. Yeah? She's jumped the shark now, now hasn't she? Now, it's... it's such a, I've seen it so many times, I absolutely love this show. Uh, Norma has been played by incredible actresses. Glenn Close is probably the most uh, common person who has played Norma. Oh, and yes. even recently, um, Norma, uh, sorry, Glenn Close and Andrew Lloyd Webber have been trying to get Paramount to make a, a new musical version film. Oh, right. But they've literally just pulled out back in October. Aww. Yeah. Betty Barkley is who I saw. Um, Paddy Lapone, Elaine Page, everybody. Um, even Hugh Jackman had played Joe in Australia. It's won nine major th- awards in theatre. Uh, yeah, you know, it, the most recent thing was just before Christmas, there was a one-night-only concert version at the Royal Albert Hall with Maz Murray playing Norma. It's obviously a bit of momentum to bring it back then. The yeah. um, Hugh Jackman uh, starring in it, in, mm. was it Sydney, is the, is the one that, do you remember I told you that lovely story about um, him having been found? That's right. Uh, such as it was. I mean, I think he'd already, I think you told me on a quiz at some point, he'd already done a bit of telly, but that yeah. was him uh, arriving on stage mm. and then Trevor Nunn plucking him from Australia to come to London to be in Oklahoma to yep. go into the X-Men. So incredible. And other people besides you who played Joe, the lead, was Michael Xavier, who I really liked. Oh, yeah. I saw Michael Xavier and Betty Barkley, I think. Um, Michael Ball, John Barryman. Yeah. Uh, it's all been quite a, a star maker this show it really is it really is and it's sad this woman is um just she's lost the plot bless her socks yeah and um, because she was such a star and that's who she thinks she still is mm. anyway we're going to play a song called surrender and this is um fairly early on in the show um you'll you'll have a listen to the words Oh. 
Now don't you give me a fancy price just because I'm rich. Lady, you've got the wrong man. I had some trouble with my car. I just pulled into your driveway. Get out. Okay. And I'm sorry you lost your friend. Get out of here! I'm sorry, but... Haven't I seen you somewhere before? Or shall I call my servant? Aren't you Norma Desmond? You used to be in pictures. You used to be big. I am big. It's the pictures that got small. There was a time in this business you wouldn't remember. We had the eyes of the whole wide world. But that wasn't good enough for those Einsteins in the front office. They wanted the ears of the world as well. So they took all the idols and smashed them. The Fairbanks, the Gilberts, the Valentinos. It trampled on what was divine. They threw away the gold of silence when all they needed was this face of mine. Oh, lovely. Can you hear her frustration and her, you know, who the hell are you? And he's like, oh, oh, I've just recognised you. Yeah, and the ear is still beautifully couched in the music as well. Oh, like completely. I've got exactly the same slightly sepia film noir mm-hmm. image in my head. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch, actually, the film. Um, C- can we listen to the one I know? <laughs> no, of course, which is the theme, Sunset Boulevard, sung by the character of Joe. Um, it's just stunning and vibrant and powerful. Haunting. yeah, yeah. yeah. Came out here to make my name Wanted my pool, my dose of fame Wanted my parking space at Warner's But after a year of one-room hell A Murphy bed, a rancid smell Wallpaper peeling at the corners Sunset Boulevard Twisting Boulevard Secretive and rich, a little scary Sunset Boulevard Tempting Boulevard Waiting there to swallow the unwary Dreams are not enough to win a war Out here they're always keeping score Beneath the tan the battle rages Smile a rented smile for someone's glass Kiss someone's wife, kiss someone's ass We do whatever pays the wages Sunset Boulevard, headline Boulevard Getting here is only the beginning Sunset Boulevard, Jackpot Boulevard Once you won, you have to go on winning You think I've sold out dead right, I've sold out I just keep waiting for the right offer Comfortable quarters, regular rations 24-hour, five-star room service And if I'm honest, I like the lady I can't help being touched by her folly I'm treading water, taking the money Watching her sunset Well, I'm a writer L.A.'s changed a lot over the years Since those brave gold rush pioneers Came in their creaky covered wagons Far as they could go into the line Their dreams were yours, their dreams were mine But in those dreams were hidden dragons Sunset Boulevard, frenzied Boulevard Swamped with every kind of false emotion 
Sunset Boulevard, brutal boulevard, just like you will wind up in the ocean. She was sinking fast, I threw a rope. Now I have suits and she is hope. It seemed an elegant solution. One day this must end, it isn't real. Still I'll enjoy a hearty meal before tomorrow's execution. Sunset Boulevard, ruthless boulevard, destination for the stony-hearted. Sunset Boulevard, lethal boulevard, everyone's forgotten how they started here on Sunset Boulevard. That was Alan Campbell from the original Broadway uh, production opposite Glenn Close. Oh, amazing. What an opportunity. I know. Stay Broadway debut. Here's Glenn Close. Absolutely. Uh, you're listening to River Radio. We're online at river.radio on Apple, Android and Alexa. Listen again on our website and we're a podcast on Apple and Spotify. And next month, we're coming soon to DAB. <laughs> but still to come, find out if you've correctly managed to name that show. And now here is our Spotlight interview. <laughs> Well, I'm delighted to say that as I perch here next to the pigeons in the rafters of Paddington Station, that we've been joined on stage door by professional actor Alistair Buchan. And it's a very great delight to be back. Yay! It's so nice, because I realised we never actually talked about your CV. I realised what would be fun is either Joe or I interviewing you sometimes, so that then we can talk about your CV. <laughs> uh, it won't take long. So, firstly, what made you decide to be an actor? I wanted to do it when I was about two. <laughs> I used to put Mary Poppins on, on the coffee table, I used to stage full-scale Mary Poppins on the coffee table from about the age of four. But I think before that, I used to do sort of little nativities. I don't, I don't actually, honestly, cliche as it is, remember wanting really to do anything else. And then after years of trying to convince my mum that I should be allowed to do it at the earliest possible opportunity, eventually, um, at the age of 19, I was allowed to. <laughs> Finally, you got your way. What was your route into the profession after school then? I spent a little time at the University of Manchester, um, where I made some connections with some very interesting and very creative people. And then I went to the Bristol Old Vic Theatre School, where I made some connections with some very interesting and creative people. Um, <laughs> and I'm somebody who hugely values their training experience. I had a wonderful time at Bristol. So it's interesting that you started at university and then found that wasn't the route for you. It was a perfect storm of not a great degree and my heart still being set on drama school. It feels to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that The Pride was your first big break. Um, the Pride was an Alexi K. Campbell play that had done very well at the Royal Court and then was restaged about four or five years later in the West End, directed by Jamie Lloyd again. And I was hired to be the offstage understudy for the three boys in the play. Anyone who doesn't know it, uh, it's not the same as the film Pride. It's a play about two boys who are in love, one of whom is married. And then there's a sort of a fourth floating character, which in our production was played by Matthew Horn. And I was brought on to understudy the three boys, and I knew that I would be going on one weekend, but I did go on considerably more than that, in fact. Tell us this story of your first experience going on stage in the West End. Those of you who've worked 
in theatre may not know this, but understudies traditionally aren't rehearsed until opening night is done. But with the Pride, we we had started rehearsing. We'd had three weeks of rehearsals in the evenings. And so I was pretty up to speed with the two main roles. But the third role, the one played by Matthew Horn, I'd learned, but we hadn't actually blocked or rehearsed. And then two nights well, a day and a half after opening night, I was having a nap on my dressing room floor in a matinee. <laughs> Just having a little sleep. I was fairly confident that everything was all right because the show had gone up. <laughs> and then there was a rap on the door and the company manager said, yeah, Matt's going off, so you're going on. Okay. In the interval, which meant that I had to sort of frantically put a costume on, put my contacts in. All the while, of course, the poor audience who settled down to watch the nice famous people do the acting are having a stilted speech about how Matthew Horn will not be playing the rest of the show and some absolute joker called Alistair Buckins coming up <laughs> and the second half started with a sort of five minute long intense monologue delivered by Matthew Horne's character which I, I don't think I'd even done in a rehearsal room before so I did that wow. and then I came off stage and cried oh no <laughs> having also had a bright blue light in your face yes the lighting design was very very intense it was a two-way mirror so <laughs> The second act started with a blinding blue light in my face and dense rock music underneath. Brilliant. Well, you managed to get an agent out of that. Yes, yes, I have an agent and everything is fine. I'm in what's known as the Roddy Peters suite at the Bar Theatre Royal. (laughs) I I recognise that dressing room well. Am I right in saying that the casting director on The Pride had remembered you from some years earlier? Almost, yes. So the casting director on The Pride was Stuart Burt, who coincidentally cast The Da Vinci Code, which I'm doing now, as well as, you know, little tin pot shows like Cabaret in the West End. But actually, it was his assistant at the time, Ellie Collier-Bristow, who had seen me audition for something, oh, at least three years earlier, at the Union, I think, and had remembered me since then. But incredible, the long memory of some of these casting directors. And then you worked with Jamie Lloyd again, and you're in town... Richard III. Were you close as a company on Urinetown? Incredibly close as a company on Urinetown, and we still are. Amazing. Uh, we see each other a lot. It's one of the very few group WhatsApps that I don't mute or hate. <laughs> um, and it's fairly active. Uh, the rest... I mean, the Da Vinci Code one, I've told them all this. It's muted. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear from any of them. But you're in town, we're all still very close, and almost everyone in that has been hugely successful. So they're all over the place. Tremendous. And you're currently doing the Da Vinci Code on tour. How's that going? It's going very well. Are you able to tell us who you play? I play a character called Remy, who is a butler, who is not all that he seems. Ooh! It's about a man who's murdered and leaves a series of clues to the location of the Holy Grail. And the exciting thing is finding out where, and indeed what, the Holy Grail is. Ah. Um, But what's been quite heartening is over the past, so this is only our fourth week, but watching audiences become more confident to come in. So they're they're creeping up all the time, which is very heartening. Oh, great. Masks are coming off and the gin and tonics are being consumed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like it when the masks stay on because that is still the guidance in the theatre. But at least there are are more people. They don't always, and and they think that if we're on stage, we can't see. We can, Doris. But, um, yeah. Oh, how nice to know that people are flocking back to the theatre and supporting live performance. Well, thank you very much for joining us on Stage Door. Alice the Bucken. Roddy Peters. <laughs> there he oh, goes. Oh, I love him. You are going to have to go and catch it if you can. I think I mentioned last week that the closest it swings through the Thames Valley area is Guildford, Swindon and Oxford. So let's, okay. have a little, let's have a little trip to go and see The Da Vinci Code. Thank you, Al. Let's finish off the Name That Show. <laughs> this is your last chance. Here we go. Name That Show. When will my reflection shine? Who I am inside? 
Oh, that's a mean place to it. Uh, that's like in a club when they hold back from the drop and everyone's like, what are you doing? Oh, there we go. Reflection show. Now, I mentioned Perfect yep. Pitch earlier. Yeah. Oh, you did. Pitch Perfect. Joe does have that. Did I say Pitch Perfect or Perfect Pitch? What well, I, I think say? one of them's called Pitch Perfect. I think the organization's Pitch Perfect. Isn't oh, it? I said it around the wrong way. Pitch. I'm so sorry. Uh, but that's what you've got, which is why you can sing so... Well, one of the reasons why you can sing so beautifully. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, what was that? That was the song called Reflection from... Mulan! Yay! Yeah. I've not seen it. I've not oh. seen Mulan. I really want to. Everyone, loads of people I know, beautiful. it's their favourite. Who's the music by, do you know? Off the top of your head? Oh, <laughs> It sounds quite menken We'll have to look it up I think and it is. let I you all know next week. But anyway, we can all enjoy that song now because we'll play you out with a full track of Reflection from Mulan. If you were shouting that at home, well done. But for this week, that's it from us. It is. Uh, join us next week uh, as we come back for stage door. <laughs> stage door. <laughs> have a great week, guys. Oh, you almost think you didn't have your script there. <laughs> Bye. Look at me, I will never pass for a perfect bride or a perfect daughter. Can it be? I'm not meant to play this part. See?